Hello and welcome to Exploring Your Story with me, Rachel Kaysen. I was struggling a little bit to know how to title today's um, episode, if you like. Um, I've settled on how to love yourself, but I'm still dithering about that title and I wonder how much of that is reflective of how difficult it can feel to talk about self-love, loving yourself. Um, How many of us have heard the phrase, oh, they really love themselves? It's a really negative connotation of arrogance or pride. Um, And then we also have this kind of flip side. Um, If you Google self-care, you'll almost drown under the number and variety of blog posts, articles, research, conversations that people are having about self-care, which I think kind of enters into this dialogue as well around self-love, loving yourself. How do we love ourselves? It's not easy. A lot of us get tangled up in issues around self-worth. How can I love myself if I don't think I'm really worth that love? Maybe we've received messages throughout our lives, throughout our stories that have told us that we are not worthy of love. Perhaps these messages haven't been overt. Perhaps somewhere along the line, we absorbed the information that, no, love is not for me. And when we don't receive that, that validating, accepting love from out there, it becomes very, very difficult to, to give it to ourselves. I don't know about you, but some of the self-care dialogue actually puts quite a lot of pressure on how I feel like I'm performing around self-worth issues. If I'm not exercising every day, eating all the different food groups in every meal, if I'm not balancing work and life and friendships properly, I'm failing somehow at self-care and that becomes another reason to feel bad about myself. And then of course, loving ourselves can feel very countercultural. I don't know if it's a peculiarity of British culture or if this applies more broadly, but I know that The number of times I've been in a group of women, and maybe this is a gendered issue actually as well, but a group of women, and it's almost as if we're trying to outdo each other on who is the worst. This might be about our bodies, or I hate this bit of me, which bit of you do you hate? Um, Or it's about our achievements. You know, I'm so disorganized, I just fell out of bed this morning. We're constantly downplaying our achievements um, and almost stripping ourselves of reasons um, of, of our own worth before anybody else can get there. I was that very strange teenager who countered some of this and as I grew up wouldn't join in in the bodily self-hatred. Well, given that I was at least two dress sizes bigger than the majority of my friends, this was seen as particularly odd. If anybody had a reason to hate my body, I did, right? Except I didn't. Except I didn't wince when I looked in the mirror. 
And that became almost a source of shame. I was doing femininity wrong. I was doing life wrong if I was happy with what I saw, if I was happy with myself. Contentment and happiness was actually prideful, arrogant. So we can have a lot of mental blocks coming from an awful lot of different places around why we should even love ourselves to begin with. What's it for? What is self-love for? Why should we know how to love ourselves? I'm training at the moment in counselling and I've been working with um, a particular niche, a group of people called third culture kids who, like me, grew up with high mobility, moved around a lot, moved between cultures a lot. Um, And I work therapeutically with this group primarily around issues around identity and belonging. But something that I have persistently noticed, and I think this applies beyond our own particular niche, is that we are raised to be almost hyper aware of the needs of other people. The way I often describe it is that it's as if our antennae are highly attuned and outward focused. So we pick up the slightest tremors in our environment and we quickly and swiftly decide what they need, what do they need from us, how can I fulfill that need, what's going on. And we use other reactions and and outside data, if you like, to measure our own performance. An awful lot of my work, therefore, is to facilitate and create a space therapeutically whereby we can take our brilliantly trained antennae and shift that focus inwards and apply all the skills we use to be so highly attuned and sensitive to other people's needs to ourselves. How attuned are you to yourself. It's important to love ourselves in the same way that it's important to love others. If we don't have attention and care, we might just about survive, but we certainly don't thrive. We know why it's important to care for other people. And all the same reasons apply to ourselves. We need nurture. We need to communicate our own worthiness to ourselves in the same way that so many of our interactions are about affirming the existence and capabilities and gifts of other people. We don't think twice about offering a friend some sort of sign that we care for them. We very, very rarely find it straightforward to offer that to ourselves. And this is where I want to borrow and adapt a little bit from Gary Chapman's Love Languages um, book. How many of you have read that? It's brilliant. Um, The style of writing isn't something that um, I read easily, um, but the concept is transformative. So for those of you who haven't read it or who perhaps um, read it a long time ago, 
The basic premise is that in order to give and receive love, we use particular languages of love. And Gary Chapman identifies five in particular. Um, And so I'm going to kind of paraphrase them now. But you have um, physical affection. You have acts of service. um, You have gift giving words of affirmation and quality time. So if it helps, assign a finger to each and then you've got a handful of love languages. These five ways that we offer love and give love. And he goes on to explain and apply this theory, particularly within romantic relationships in couples, where a lot of pain, a lot of miscommunication, a lot of hurt um, can be explained by simply looking at the ways in which the partners involved are speaking different languages to one another. And so what is offered as a sign of love is not heard as a sign of love. So somebody might be terrible at um, saying that they love and care for their partner, but they might find it really, really easy to always remember to do the washing up, always take the bins out, always get that shop done. However, if their partner doesn't really register acts of service as loving behaviour, then they will feel starved of love simply because they haven't had the words that they need. And so using this theory, we can kind of examine the ways that we hear love easiest and notice that that's probably nine times out of ten going to be the way we offer it the easiest as well. And so if we want somebody to feel loved by us, we have to attune ourselves to their language. Um, If you want to read more about it, he's also applied the um, concept to parental relationships. So how children can have different love languages from their parents and how important it is to kind of tune into that so that your child really feels your love because it translates somehow. You've managed to translate and overcome any language barriers in your love languages. And I want to take this idea and see how it can apply to loving yourself. I struggle when self-care feels like too abstract a concept. Is it self-care to do the washing up because then I feel better that it's done or am I just giving myself another to-do list? And quite frankly, the answer to that will depend on the day. It can feel very abstract. It can feel very difficult to tap into what I actually need to give myself in terms of love. So I like this five-point structure to do a bit of a check-in with myself about how I am offering myself love today. And this is so important, particularly important when we're tired, when we're overwhelmed, when we can't seem to get off that that hamster wheel of negative talk that we give ourselves. And if we paused just for one moment and considered if we would ever give that talk to a friend of ours, that can really put into stark perspective how unloving we are to ourselves when we have so much to offer others. So I would offer an invitation to you today to pick up these five love languages and see what you can make of them. I'm going to share what what I've started doing for myself today. Um, 
I don't know how many of you are on the same term times as us, but my daughter went back to school after the Easter holidays yesterday. Um, So we're both tired. (laughs) We've had too many late nights and too much fun. And uh, we're now back in routine. And oh, that can feel heavy and that can feel a bit overwhelming because everything's gotten behind and we're all out of sync. So I took some time this morning to sit down and work out how I'm going to offer myself just something from each of these love languages. So one of the first things I offered myself today was a bit of time just making my bed, changing my sheets, tidying up my immediate cocoon environment. I don't know how many of you out there feel this way, but my bedroom is my retreat. And yet it's often the last place cleaned, the last place tidied up and the complete dumping ground for everything that I haven't worked out where it belongs yet. Um, It's also the laundry room. It, It can turn into a complete disaster. So for me, that act, that was my act of service for myself this morning, was to just serve myself by working on that immediate environment just for a few minutes to make it feel like a nice place for me to be. Just as I would do if I had a friend coming to stay and I was offering them my room. I would offer them that tidy space, that pretty space, um, a space that felt restful to be in. And so I gifted that to myself today and it felt wonderful. Gift giving is the one I probably struggle most with out of the love languages. I angst a lot about giving the right gift to other people. I hate watching people open their gifts from me in front of me um, just in case I got it wrong. And then I have to watch that agonizing moment as they try and compose their features into something grateful. Um, So I was predictably also struggling with how to do that for myself today. Um, So the inspiration hit me when I was in the shop buying some vegetables for my daughter's packed lunches, because yes, I'm behind on that too. And I saw flowers. And I thought, I'm going to gift myself flowers today. And I'd like to say that it was as simple as picking the flowers I liked, taking them to the till and then walking home with them and putting them in a vase. But you open a can of worms sometimes when you start to notice how challenging offering yourself love and care is. If I'd been buying flowers for a friend, it would have been that straightforward. For me, I'm trying to justify price. I'm trying to... um, justify you know quantity of flowers what's worth the money um i'm wondering what people around me are thinking as i buy myself flowers um i'm you know even as i'm arranging them on the table i'm still reminding myself that i'm worth these flowers i wonder which language love languages you find most challenging Quality time I've offered myself this morning um, simply in making myself breakfast and sitting outside in my spring has arrived little yard um, with a bit of colour and a bit of warmth and uh, just watching the cat explore the plants and with really good coffee. I've made myself really good coffee this morning and 
just luxuriated in that time. It really didn't eat into my day. I don't know why I make such a performance out of it. But that was my quality time that I offered myself this morning. In terms of physical affection, this can feel like a funny one when you're trying to apply it to yourself. I often think of it in terms of um, manicures, pedicures, using that that body lotion that I was saving for a special occasion. Who does that? Who saves body lotions for a special occasion? It turns out I do. Um, But using these things, using the perfume, um, taking time to choose your favourite earrings, brush your hair, take time over your clothing choices. Um, I work from home, so what clothes I put on sometimes doesn't take more than 20 seconds consideration. But I really like clothes. I like how they feel on my body. I like how they make me feel. And taking a little bit of extra time to consider these and offer that as a gift to myself is really worth it. In terms of words spoken... I referred earlier to that hamster wheel of negative speech that we too quickly offer ourselves. And this morning I tried to intentionally shift that and offer encouragement and affirmation to myself. How many of you find it hard to wake up in the morning? (laughs) I know I do. Partly because I'm tired, maybe I didn't get enough sleep, but partly because I wake with the to-do list of the day already buzzing in my mind. And that can very quickly lead to feelings of failure and overwhelm and just chasing your tail. And this morning I spoke to myself as I would have spoken to a friend who was feeling this way. You're great, you can do this, you have all the skills you need, just take it one step at a time. You're absolutely fine. And it made me cry. I'm sat there in bed with the cat looking confused and just weeping with gratitude to hear my own words be gentle in my ear. It makes a difference. Caring for yourself makes a difference to how you feel about yourself. And we know this. We know that loving behaviour to others makes a difference about how they feel about themselves. Let's apply some of this stuff we already know to ourselves. And if it helps, use a structure like these love languages to make sure that you're actually intentionally giving yourself some of these good things, physical comfort, Help, gifts, gentle words and quality time. What do you need today? How can you offer yourself love today? I'd love to hear about it. If you want to get in touch, I think my email is up on the website. Just go ahead and get in touch. Let me know if love languages for yourself has worked out for you. Thank you so much for listening. My day has gotten so much brighter already just by taking those five minutes this morning to consider what I was going to do. And I hope your day brightens too. You are worth all the love in the world.
Maybe it's time we behaved as though we did and actually actioned some of that love for ourselves. You're worth it. And if you don't believe it yet, treat yourself as if you are and see how it feels. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye.